0: Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin, the podcast
1: time news breaks. You'll hear it on Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. That was the NFL's best insider, Adam Schefter, who joined us just 15 minutes ago, dropping another bombshell announcement from the NFL that this time the latest team dealing with the COVID outbreak is the Atlanta Falcons. And you thought them being 0 and 5 for the first time since 1997 already fired their head coach and GM. You thought that was a problem. Let's prioritize things over pigskin. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin were presented by Progressive Insurance. The headline, the Atlanta Falcons. Breaking news into our show this morning. Four positive tests. Adam's saying he's not sure if those are players, their coaches, their staff members. Tier one, two, three individuals within the organization. Adam is continuing to work that story. And obviously, if we hear anything, you'll hear it first on our program. So, fellas. They will take on the Minnesota Vikings this weekend. The Atlanta Falcons will. Just a quick reminder that the Vikings have already had their facility shut down after they came in contact with the Tennessee Titans in a game earlier this season. And I think we're all aware that the Titans have had the biggest outbreak in football. Key, as you said, it's all interconnected. And this hardly, you would think, would be the last of it all.
2: Yeah, and the first thing, you know, whenever any of this sort of stuff breaks, the first thing you say is, hope everybody's safe and everybody gets out of it nice and healthy, right? That, that's the first thing that comes to mind. You know, Minnesota, it's like every week they're going to be dealing with it, it seems like. And Atlanta Falcons, we don't know if it's the player staff. We have no idea yet. That'll come out at some point in time when we learn. And I think that Atlanta is shutting down their facility, kind of making everybody go home. They probably will learn from what the Tennessee Titans went through in terms of trying to get some extra work in outside of the building. That's certainly what Tennessee went through certainly is going to help teams in the future. Um, it's it's there. Like there's nothing. There's nothing you really could say about it. No matter what the case is, there. I'm not going to assume that whoever it was was reckless in in running around and just doing whatever. I'm going to assume that they were taking the necessary steps to make sure that everything was safe and healthy and the protocols was in the right place. And it just so happened that somebody contracted it.
3: It just seems like, you know, we're talking about this every single day. There's a different team. There's teams that are in the middle, like Minnesota. They're always concerned. Uh, now with the Falcons, with the Titans, with the Patriots. Um, I guess from a scheduling perspective, you know, how far do you keep moving things back? How do you reschedule all these games? They're going to have to do it, just though,
2: keep- J. Will, because eight games was rescheduled a week ago for two teams. And if they need to reschedule it again, I'm sure they're going to do it. Because if I'm those owners, my gripe is – you, so,
3: I guess I was going to ask, so if you keep scheduling, rescheduling games, but you, we are going to continuously be dealing with this, right? So if, if this happens for the next three, four months, you keep moving games back and back, but you're still dealing with the same issue, unless we just choose not to shut down facilities due to COVID, right? So that becomes like the inevitable wall that you feel like you hit. Okay, so now we're in this week. We're going to move games back. Last week was eight games. This week, who knows how many games it will be. Next week, depending upon who contracts it, what facilities shut down, move it back again, like when do you?
2: But they've already they've already shown us that they're willing to move the games. They've already done it, so they they know how to do it. So yeah. if I'm a betting man, they're going to continue to keep doing it to get the games in.
3: I get, I'm an, I understand that. But yeah. I guess I'm just wondering, how do you keep doing that if COVID is still around? They go, like do, it. Just, they go so, do it. They go do it
2: until they get that Super Bowl in. Yeah. That's okay. the damn show.
3: So Let's, we'll be talking about NFL football you know, in all wait spring, potentially hey. summer.
2: If they got to do it to get it in j they lead. do it,
3: okay. We have some breaking news in from
1: Adam Schefter as we continue to learn a little bit more about what's going on with the Falcons. Their rookie defensive tackle, Marlon Davidson was placed on the reserve covid nineteen list. Yesterday, So that is one of the four, the rookie defensive tackle Marlon Davidson. And he was, as is everybody when they're diagnosed with a positive, put on the reserve slash COVID-19 list. Now there are other tests that the league is checking. And to Key's point, as soon as it happened, it happened with the Jets the other day. The Falcons building has been completely shut down and everybody is scattered and essentially is told to go to your house, wait for further details. So the Falcons building has now been shut down with four positive tests. We know the rookie Marlon Davidson is among the four. Adam will continue to work this story.
2: And and as they shut down the building, I hope the Atlanta Falcons is very clear in letting them know, don't go get any extra work in. Right. Do not go out and try to throw the ball with one another. Right. Don't do it. Stay home.
1: Learn the lesson from the Titans. Learn
2: the lesson from the Titans,
1: who essentially had a workout at a high school, Montgomery Bell Academy, just outside of Nashville. And there are many people that believe that might have been not a super spreader event, but the event that essentially led to the majority of the 24 tests they are battling through at this very moment. Let's stay in the southeast. Let's move from the ATL to T-Town, about a three hour drive away. And Alabama's Nick Saban at the age of 68, right there in the susceptibility range for older Americans dealing with the coronavirus. He has uh, asymptomatic. He did have a positive test. He's going to have to pass through two more before anything happens here. Steve Sarkeesian. The offensive coordinator will take over right now. They do have a game for the moment schedule with the University of Georgia. This is a top three class, gigantic game, primetime Saturday night. Will it be played? We'll find out. Two SEC games have already been postponed. This could be the third. Saving yesterday on Zoom after the diagnosis, telling everybody what the plan will be for the Tide while he is away.
2: So we're still doing everything possible to get ready for the Georgia game. Uh, I'll have normal meetings tomorrow. Everything will be on Zoom. We'll continue to do this. You know, Sark's kind of filling in in my absence uh, for anything that needs coordinated in the office,
0: but we're going to do everything we can to help our team, you know, get ready to play.
1: Again, Sark is Steve Sarkeesian. He knows him well, the former USC head coach. He's had two stints at Alabama. He was uh, the offensive coordinator, both times. And it is a total coincidental thing, but the time he spent in between Alabama stints, he was with the Atlanta Falcons. And those are the two teams we're talking about today with coronavirus. Of course, that's, Purely coincidental, but I yes. just wanted to sort of mention that. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, and all of our guests will join us on the Shell Penzoil performance line. Just from that standpoint, Sabin's saying yesterday that today, when they're at practice, it's all systems go. They have a plan with their biggest game of the season on tap for now.
2: If, if I know Nick Saban, the, the crazy thing about it is Nick Saban had his plan in place already, the what ifs. No, I'm serious. The contingency like, plan. He, contingency plan was already in place if I'm a betting man with Nick Saban. What if this happens? Smart. Because that's who he is. He's detailed. I'm telling you. He's detailed, detailed, detailed. Now, look, you 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 look at it. He has a former head coach there that's taken over. It won't be the same as Nick Saban. If in fact Nick Saban can't coach the game and they move forward with the game on Saturday against the number uh three ranked Georgia Bulldogs. So when you when you say that. You know, they're going to be missing something. They're going to be missing attention to detail that Nick Saban gives on game day. Game day preparation. What's that voice like on the field? Uh, In-game adjustments. What do I do if I need an onside kick? Do I go for two points here? Do we punt? Are we going to go for it? Who to put in and out of the game? All of those sort of things. When to call a timeout. Sarkeesian's been a head coach, but he hasn't been a head coach of Alabama. And this is a little bit different. He hasn't been the head coach of a number two ranked team fighting to get back to the final four to potentially win a national title. And so you got all of those sort of things on top of whether or not they should play the game based on the the situation that's going on in college football, in particular in the SEC conference right now.
3: Well, if they get multiple days of negative tests, they're going to probably choose to play the game. But that being so, that's why I believe college football needs to change these rules. Nick Saban should be allowed to coach remotely. Les Miles, guys like Chip, Chip Kelly who've missed games, like they should be allowed to coach remotely. Like That's a completely individualized statement. They should be allowed to coach remotely. Now, how your individual college football program chooses how, to, how for him to coach that's remotely, that's up to you. But they should have some kind of optionality where if he's talking to Sark, if they're adjusting, if that's virtual, whatever it may be, they should have that optionality. Is,
2: is, that not a, is there a rule in place that says they can't do it?
3: Well, I, I think there is some kind of rule in place about communication, right? The if you're commu- it's not-
2: the communication, I think. No phones, that sort of stuff, right? Right.
1: Hmm. That sort of communication
2: how is they out. do that? But
1: Jeez. it's something to think about in this year of all of us adjusting to everything every single day. Why would college football be any different in this in this situation?
3: Agree. And, you know, as Key just may mention too, I'm sure that everything practice-wise – was scheduled out right down to a T. like I've been down to Tuscaloosa I spent time with Nick Saban as well I watched their team practice multiple times like it's very regimented very much like Coach K and how he does things at Duke but when you get in game those in game adjustments key yeah defensively especially for the way he understands the nuances defensively Sark may not understand that considering he's been the OC for a long time I, I think those are when it's Priceless that you just need those in-game adjustments. Well,
2: that's the boss on the sideline, man. That's the Godfather, kiss the ring. Like he's on the sideline. You know what I'm saying? That 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 death stare that he would give a player. That that sort of stuff resonates. It it makes you click. It, if something is going wrong and he gives you that Nick Saban look, all of a sudden you're getting it right.
1: Ask Lane about that.
2: Well, yeah, Lane. <laughs> which is which is another connection to Sark if you wanted to go Ole miss. First positive, Tev Sark. You know, if you want to put all that together, it's... it's a, wild, it's a wild year, man. That's all I can say.
1: Real quick, I want to recap what happened in Dollar. the NFL, and that is Marlon Davidson, young kid out of Auburn, who is a Falcons rookie, is one of four people in the organization that has tested positive, and right now he has been put on their reserve COVID-19 list. We're waiting to find out who the other three are. Not to out them, not to single them out, but if any of them happen to be assistant coaches that are in the susceptibility range that are a little bit older, like a Coach Saban who is 68 years old, you're obviously going to have to take that a little bit more seriously as is per protocol, what happened in Nashville, what happened in Minnesota, what happened in New England, what happened in Florham Park, New Jersey, with the Jets earlier this week. The Falcons' facility has been shut down. Everybody has been sent back to their house as they await further word. As we mentioned, they're scheduled to take on the Minnesota Vikings. As Key said, the league is playing musical chairs with games all over the place. We'll wait to see if that game goes on. And if you're wondering, the Falcons are just coming off a game with the Carolina Panthers. So from a contact tracing perspective, you've got to believe the Panthers are looking into what's going on this morning in Charlotte as well. A quick reminder, the biggest boxing event of the fall airs live on ESPN this Saturday, October 17th, when the WBC franchise, WBA, WBO world champion Vasily Lomachenko and the IBF kingpin Tiafimo Lopez clash in a lightweight unification showdown live from the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Live coverage, 7.30 Eastern, with the undercard action on ESPN, ESPN Deportes and ESPN+. Plus. Those will be two, they're not heavyweights, but it'll be a heavyweight bout with regards to attention. And speaking of two NFL heavyweight quarterbacks, let's get it going with Take Your Pick. If you had Herbert last Monday night, even at a loss, that would be something.
3: Zubin, you know how I feel about those first two takes? What's that? I never said that. <laughs> those words never came in my mouth. Yeah, I, I know some, what you guys I are I talking some about. some bad
2: deals last week.
1: You might need a, this is for the true hardcore listeners of the show, you might need a mulligan on Tannehill.
3: Oh, yeah, that's a good play. Well, He'll take a mulligan. Whatever.
1: Take a mulligan.
3: Dan Orlowski <laughs> said he's an MVP,
2: so I might have to listen to Dan. Don't
3: try to bring Dan into the conversation. <laughs> no, I'm
2: saying he said MVP. Watch out, Keith. So you might have to, you know, look at it now.
1: <laughs> Let's roll. Here's some <laughs> unbelievable matchups this week. Let's start with the figurative mention on the heavyweights. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Sunday afternoon, 425 Eastern. Uh,
2: it, it, these are heavyweights, but I'm taking Aaron Rodgers in this mm-hmm. situation. I, I, with or without Devontae Adams in the lineup, who, you know, has been hobbled this year a little bit. He's practiced some, but it, it, I, I just like Aaron Rodgers. I think Tom Brady, without O.J. Howard in the lineup, doesn't give him that vertical stretch game at the tight end position. We don't know what Marquise Godwin would do in terms of play, if he's going to play. I know he ran lightly over the last couple of days. You look at that, they take Mike Evans away on a double team. Who's he going to throw the ball to? Good
3: I think point. I think Tom Brady has a lot to prove. Is it fourth? Is its is it third? Is it fourth? <laughs> um, I think he has a Wait, lot what? to prove in this game. But ultimately, I will say, I, I think Aaron Rodgers, just with the way he's been playing at an MVP caliber level, who knows who he's going to throw the ball to? It feels like every every different Monday we're coming have a conversation. We're talking about a new receiver that he's making a lot of money. Chris That's,
2: Godwin. Just want to clear that up. Yep, for the Bucks, the young <laughs> you for sure. Marquise Goodwin. Marquise. Goodwin. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, got it. It's oh, we. Goodwin. We, Godwin. We. We can mess it. up some names so. Just know that.
1: Here we go again. You can say that. I can't. You, you okay. should not. <laughs> As we've established before. Uh, all right, so Tom Brady won't be throwing four fingers up in the air. He'll be throwing two because this is our second one. Deshaun Watson against the Mulligan himself, Ryan Tannehill.
2: I'm going to take Deshaun Watson. I, I, I just I think Romeo Cornell has him playing different after one week of head coaching. I, they, they seem like they enjoy playing for Romeo, more so than Bill O'Brien. Just had a small sample size mm-hmm. of seeing that last week. Those receivers decided that they were going to play big for their quarterback. I think that continues.
3: Yeah, too small of a sample size for me to ride with the Texans just as right now. I want to believe in Deshaun Watson. I think he's an incredible talent. It was actually good to see him get into a rhythm their last game. But I think this Titans team is a team that is extremely underappreciated. I don't think people give them the credit that they deserve. Yes, I'm going over my talking time, Keyshawn, because I deserve it. Damn it. <laughs> we got to get a piece of plexiglass
1: in between you guys and figure out which side is which here. We're six feet apart. Nah, we're we're six feet apart. Plus, That's... I want to see
3: Derek Henry just stiff-arm somebody like he did Oof. Josh Norman. Oof.
1: Josh Norman. Wow. Mm. All right, so we got another Monday night doubleheader, COVID-2020. The first one up, Mahomes and Allen, Chiefs, Bills, six days after we saw the Bills on Tuesday night. Football. So we got Mahomes and Allen on a Monday night. We'll get to the other Monday night game in a second.
2: Is it in Buffalo? The game? Is is, right it's now probably in I'll Buffalo. Tell I'll yeah. tell you right now. I'm the taking, game is I'm in taking, Buffalo. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes regardless of where it's at. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so why would you ask? Because I just felt like it. Now, in, in, uh, Orchard
1: Park, New York. We'll see you in Orchard look, Park, uh, New
2: York. I looked at that defense last week and, and they certainly gave up the goods to Tannehill Hill and the Tennessee Titans. And I, if Tannehill Hill could do what he did against them, imagine with Patrick oh. Mahomes and heal, and those guys are going to do.
3: I, I did look forward to this game two weeks ago. I don't look forward to this game now. Even though I – let's see how Josh Allen and their offense responds. You um, like Josh
2: Allen, no, I thought.
3: I just think – look, that first pick, I'm not going to put on him. That second pick was just atrocious. You do understand that he both picks game. was his fault. Why? Because he threw behind the receiver yes, in the first one? Yes, absolutely. Ones? Yeah, but still, Keyshawn, somebody like you were there, you make but that You make that grab me. with your hand. But he, he ain't me. Me's no. and you's, I understand. Fine. No. Still, I think it's going to be a good matchup. I still take the Chiefs.
1: We'll get to the other Monday night game, the traditional Monday night game that you'll see after the Chiefs and the Bills in just one second. Drew Locke looks to be back, perhaps first full practice since the right shoulder Mm -mm. injury against Pittsburgh. He'll take on Cam Newton, who we're also expecting back.
2: Cam Newton, the hair and the scarf, that's what I'm taking. I'm taking them all because Cam Newton's the guy. I mean, look, look, he missed the last game. They had an opportunity to win that game with Brian Hurrier and Stenum at quarterback. Imagine what this offense looked like with Cam Newton, as, as, as who would say,
3: Cam damn Newton mm-hmm. at the helm. It's, it's simple for me. Bill Belichick has his optionality back. I'm definitely not picking the Broncos. Ryan with the Patriots.
1: Wentz, Lamar, Eagles, Ravens. Lamar. Have you watched Carson Wentz?
3: I just got to tee him up for it. Don't well, we didn't need to ask that question with the Eagles.
2: He's a pick <laughs> six waiting to happen right now. No, The offensive line's bad. The receivers are not playing well. The running game, the defense. The only good thing for them is they got a decent defensive line. That's it. Hasn't Carson
3: thrown a pick in every game he's played in this season? A
2: pick six waiting to happen. You can swap him and Phillip Rivers out and get the same guy.
3: Your thoughts? No, I was asking the question. Hasn't Carson? Yes. Threw a pick every? Yes, yeah. yes okay, So that's every my game.
1: Last one. This is the second Monday night game I was referencing before. This is the traditional one already on the schedule, which is obviously a little interesting here because the Cowboys have had a little change of quarterback, as I'm sure you've heard. This will be on ESPN on Monday night. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Andy Dalton and the Dallas Cowboys.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm going to take,
2: take Andy Dalton. Okay. I'm going to take Andy Dalton because I think he has a lot to play for. Um, he could be the 2020-21 version of Ryan Tannehill. He, had, he comes in, he takes over, he leads his team into the playoffs, they win the division, not necessarily with the Dallas Cowboys like Tannehill resigned with Tennessee, right. but he could wind up playing himself into some good fortune moving forward. A veteran player in this league who knows how to play. I know a lot of people kind of – laugh and giggle when you say Andy Dalton but Andy Dalton knows how to play the quarterback position just didn't work out long long term in Cincinnati
3: yeah Kyle Murray and company found their confidence playing against the Jets coming off that two-game back-to-back I mean, loss with the Lions in the pa- against the Jets. but I am taking the Cowboys in this game I just think Andy Dalton is the back the best backup quarterback there is in football
1: it's hard to argue I mean he's been to the playoffs five years in a row and people will say well he hasn't has not won a playoff in- game well think about this the Bengals, nobody's won a Bengals playoff game at quarterback in 30 years, Key. I mean, he's done reasonably but he's, but well.
2: To, to me, he's he's good. I agree. Right? Yes. I mean, think about it. Ryan Tannehill was down in Miami. Mm-hmm. Boom, get out. The no boom, good. The, Nothing. The, ah! He's he's 11 and 3 since taking over in Tennessee. They signed him a 4-year 118 million dollar deal because he fit what he's fitting exactly what it is that they want to do at the quarterback spot. If Andy Dalton takes the the cowboys they win a division and let's say they go 9 and 7 whatever you want to call in it in that division and but he plays well sure there's a handful of teams that don't need quarterbacks next year veteran guy that fits exactly what it is that they want to do in that recipe why not
1: and the thing they've made work is when you pay Dak 31.4 on the franchise tag, and you obviously never think Dak is going to get hurt. But the fact that they could get the best backup, to Jay's point, in the NFL in for $3 million, so you can slot your quarterbacks at that price, $7 million with incentives, which Andy's going to have a chance to make because if he stays healthy, he will play the rest of the season. $3 million is a pittance, is a small price to pay for the best backup in football at the most important position on the field. The, Raider, the, Raider,
2: the Raiders paid more money for Mariota uh he's done yeah Yeah. but they paid all that money for him as a backup correct cam newton is you know you know what he got he got a million dollars veteran minimum to go and prove himself up in new england and he has new england playing well and then you look at andy dalton he didn't get a big payday he has an opportunity to get some incentives if he hits those incentives that number goes up
3: real quick question i want to ask i know you're gonna sit down with ezekiel elliott is Kellen Moore, is he going to try to change the way that they play, or are they going to be more of a run-first offense, or do you think he'll still try to play the same way they play with Dak, now with Andy Dalton?
2: Now, no, it'll probably. I, to me, I, if, I was, if I was Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore, I'd try to run the ball a little bit more with Zeke and not ask Andy Dalton to win the football game like you did with Dak Prescott. Two different ty- styles, two different quarterbacks. I don't want Andy Dalton dropping back and throwing the ball 45 times. Not into that need you to hand the ball off, make the necessary throws to get your team into the end zone, and don't turn the ball
1: over. When are we going to see the Ezekiel interview? Do you know?
2: I don't know. I have no idea. we working
3: on it now.
1: It's exciting to get his thoughts on you it. You think will
3: be wearing a belly shirt doing an interview? Stop. Well, it's question.
1: We'll cut off, show Stop. those just, you know, <laughs> I don't
3: know.
1: But it's, it's an interesting interview because obviously the onus of the offense is certainly going to fall to him at this particular point. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're just joining us, our top story, there are multiple players. We're not going to put a number on this right now because we're still waiting for definitive word. On it, There's been some numbers floating, but we're going to call it multiple positive tests that have hit the Atlanta Falcons facility. The Falcons facility has been closed. Everyone has departed. Multiple positive tests this morning per the NFL's best insider. Adam Schefter will continue to follow it all day long here on ESPN radio. Still to come. The Lakers won the title. Key's name is first on the show. So it's not unusual to have a Laker fan join us. And one of the biggest we know, Carlton. Yes, Carlton, Alfonso Ribeiro from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Fresh off the Lakers' 17th title is on the way.
4: Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride-or-die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only,
5: exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space For no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Unsportsmanlike.
1: And think about that. Of the 17 championships they've won... Considering a year like 2020 is a year like any other, it's no reason why you just heard our man here say this title means more than any other. Giannis himself, the two-time MVP, said no asterisks needed. The amount of adversity any team has to overcome this year is greater than we're ever going to see before it's a pleasure to go to the shell Penzoil performance line and welcome in alfonso mm. ribera who you may know from the fresh prince of bel-air you may know from his stint hosting one of the longest running programs on all of television america's funniest home videos which returns to abc this sunday night at 7 eastern he does such a great job as the host of that program and he's with us this morning
2: what up fons
0: What's happening, guys? What's going on? Man, What's going we, on, brother?
2: As, as we like to say, we did it, number seventeen. Yeah, you know we did it. We did it. We did it strong
0: too. No, we took you know, care. Four, lo- four we took care of business. total.
2: No, we took care of in business. The
0: entire bubble. Yeah. No. No. It was. It was. Uh, it was special. We took care of our business. Uh, LeBron brought it home for us. Um, I gotta tell you, I was thinking about this last night, and I was like. You know, the, the one player that is not getting the love, truly the love that he deserves for what he did on that court was Rajon Rondo. Um, I mean, people have given him love, but I feel like, you know, obviously the big two were going to take care of business. But Rondo stepped up to me as the third. Not necessarily based on points, but overall running the show when LeBron didn't have the ball in his hand played a huge role in how that team was able to conquer this championship. Did,
2: did you get, No, be honest with me, man. Did you get spooked though? When it got to three, two, were you like, I mean, cause I had a lot of confidence out the gate, but when it got to three, two, I'm like, damn, you no,
0: know, there was, there was a moment that I, I like, <laughs> there was there was a moment where I was like, okay, this team is not supposed to get to three, two. Like it was <laughs> supposed to be a sweep after game one. And, You've got to give Spolstra and, and, and Jimmy Butler a, a lot of credit for what they were able to do um, to, to be able to win two games against this team. Uh, I think they were totally overmatched, um, but they but they were, you know, they're scrappers. They're a they, reason why they were in the finals. Um, and I think all due respect to, to Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra for getting that team to, to never think that they didn't have a chance to win.
3: Alfonso J. Williams here, man. I've seen you on the court. I see, how you, I see how you move. I know you know the game. <laughs> I know you know the game, brother. When you saw Marquise Morris make that pass over the top to go out of bounds, like it always seems like Bron has one of those J.R. Smith moments. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, what, there's always that moment. LeBron is so smart when it comes to playing this game and understanding where he needs to be and where players need to be. And, you know, when people make those mistakes, he's like, how do you not see that that was the worst possible decision you could make? Um, I, you know, look, I, I think there's a lot of questions and a lot of uh, a lot of discussion about you know the goat. Um, and I think what happens is is we all look at and I, and I think this is just for human nature. We look at our 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 youth, our heyday as nothing could ever be greater than that. And I think you know, look, Michael Jordan was the greatest scorer this game has ever seen just incredible dominance and, and the way that he went about, you know, winning um, at such a high rate. The, the, the question is now truly a true question as to whether LeBron is in that discussion, because he just does it a different way. He does it in a way that's making other players better. And, you know, for so many years, how many times have we talk about people saying, well, you know, Kobe didn't make his teammates better, right? And that was the discussion as to why he couldn't surpass Michael. Well, that's all that LeBron does. And he's still scoring 25, 26 points a game. You know, he's not averaging a triple-double, but he's he's had more triple-doubles in the playoffs than anybody else. Like, you start looking at that and you go, you know, that has to mean something in terms of the argument as the GOAT. But truly, at the end of the day... The GOAT for me has always been Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, mm. so uh, we'll, we'll see.
3: Key's been saying the same thing. Okay, with that being said then, give me your Lakers-Mount Rushmore. Ah,
0: Well, you know, the problem with the Lakers-Mount Rushmore is simply that LeBron, LeBron's not finished yet. So it's hard to say what LeBron is going to be on that Mount Rushmore because – he hasn't finished, right? So, does he bring another title? Does he bring two more titles? Uh, that becomes the question. But the the Lakers Mount Rushmore to me has to start with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, then it has to go to uh, Kobe Bryant. Then it's Magic Johnson. Uh, you know, you could you could make an argument for Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain. Um, But those are my three Um, at this point right now, it's whether it's Wilt or LeBron based on what does LeBron do next.
3: You don't got Shaq on there?
0: Well, here's the thing. Does Shaq actually – how many more championships did he bring? Right? So, you know, Shaq is that other member. Right now Shaq is on on that – is on that. You're right. I think Shaq is definitely on the, on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> we got right. so many, man. You got a lot of stuff. We got a That's lot. Of, a problem. We got a lot. That's the problem. Do we go back to Elgin Baylor, right? Do we, mm. you know, how? like at some point you could go back in history and also come up with, you know, a lot of great Lakers, Jerry West, right? Like, so there's, there's a lot to choose from. Shaq is, once again, he's part of that Mount Rushmore discussion because it's part of today. But if you're just looking at stats – right like it's close no but it can't Afonso, does, it
2: can't be just stats it's got to be longevity with the team wearing the purple and gold plus how many championships in 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 those championships were you a difference maker that's the well, way that I, I look mean, at it.
0: but, but and, that, and 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 if you're looking at it that way there's absolutely no question that you've got to put Shaq on that Mount Rushmore because the impact that he had in the game for every team he played for Obviously, with the Lakers uh, predominantly, he changed the way teams had to play. You could not play the Lakers differently than making sure that you tried to do the best you could with Shaq. Um, and and Kobe became the one-two punch. But then when Shaq left, you know Kobe took over, and Paul Gasol was a pretty good mm-hmm. replacement. For not the same, but but not
2: the same. It, it, it the worked. Thing. It worked out the way that it was supposed to do. Here is what I would say to you about the LeBron situation. LeBron probably won't make it on Mount Rushmore because the longevity in the Laker uniform. Unless he can run off three championships in the next five years, it, it it's going to be hard. Though it's just going to be hard and, and I, to put him up there because of the longevity in his age.
0: And I agree with that 100%. That's why it's the 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 LeBron question is, well, what's going to happen next year? What happens the year after? Does AD stay, right? Does I mean, I think there's all signs of looking that he's going to stay. But, but how does this team continue to develop? Because next year is going to be a different year, right? Obviously, in the East, you've got KD coming, and we'll see whether he's the KD of old, but you're also going to have the Warriors who are going to be um, back in the mix. And what kind of team do they look like next season? Um, You know, it's going to be truly a great year if everything works out, because we're going to see the, you know, three point shooting team that does have an inside presence that Houston did not have against a big team in the Lakers going against. So we're, we're, we're looking at, the 80s, 90s versus the 2000s and 2020s, right? The difference of the NBA, we're going to see which one is still dominant next season.
1: I got to tell you, man, we see our guy, Jay Will, on NBA Countdown on ABC. You might as well be on it. You're on ABC already. You should be joining the Countdown we crew, bro. This is some you, great man. analysis. Come on over here
3: and break some, down, break, break some ball down, man. You can see listen you you guys have me
0: anytime i, I you know I watch this game every day I, i'm I'm right now in the middle of the country in an RV trip with the kids and the family. I've been doing it all summer, but when the when the when the basketball game comes on, I tell everybody I'm going outside I'm watching my TV outside and i'm i leave me alone. I got to watch my games
1: No <laughs> doubt stay safe as you travel across the country and a reminder Alfonso and the whole crew from one of the longest-running shows. I'm 42. I remember watching this show when I was a teenager, America's Funniest Home Videos, back on ABC, Sunday night, 7 Eastern. Alfonso, safe travels for you and the family around the country.
2: All right, man. See you Absolutely, back in the crib. Absolutely, guys. All
3: right, brother. So,
2: Absolutely. We got to get on that course, man. Man, I ain't playing no golf. You know that.
3: <laughs> he barely knows what a mulligan is, Alfonso. <laughs> no, we I don't know, know, know what a mulligan is. There's no barely to it. You do now. We <laughs> well, talking about now I it.
2: do. A nine iron. Is that right? <laughs> No, uh, yes,
0: uh, no, no, no. okay you <laughs> All right, bye, up, y'all, y- y- y'all be good now. All same right. to you. Same to you. Right, you
1: don't have a nine bye. in the bag. Use the pitching wedge. It's all. It's all the same.
2: I can okay. act like I know. Walking around with my shirt tucked all in. All you some need is a on. seven
3: iron and your putter. You're good.
2: See, but Tiger wouldn't just use a seven iron.
3: Tiger can smash a seven iron.
2: Uh, so you think I'm gonna listen to you?
3: Yes, because I know golf, golf exponentially so better man, than I'm you. I'm
2: not listening to you. I'm listening to the Tiger. Go ahead, Zubin. We'll see Tiger
1: Masters November 12th, by the way, on ESPN. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin Nation is weighed in on Key, saying that LeBron could win seven NBA titles. If you were with us this morning, we essentially said take your pick. he could? Yeah, you said he could. You were somewhat bullish. The question was, could he pass Michael, who had six titles? Key said, hey, he could actually win seven. So we asked you guys on the Twitter feed, the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, (laughs) is Key on point? At nothing (laughs) off-limit, just hit us up. (laughs) <laughs> quote, to Key's point of LeBron's seven titles to pass his Aaronis Michael. I think if LeBron wants to take GOAT status, then he has to get the elusive four-peat he may get a Laker status if he gets two more. If he three peats, he's still an MJ shadow. Four peat, he can possibly take it. Obviously, nothing off limit. Referencing Man. the fact that Michael had two three peats, but can't not a four peat. Status
2: unless he get two more Laker, You
3: see how rough we are as Laker fans. But it's as a Michael
1: sycophant, fan, I would tell you I love Michael Jordan. That had he not retired, Michael could have had an eight peat. Let's just be honest. He could have had an eight peat. Well,
3: Le- LeBron could have had seven or eight if KD and Steph and Clay never. You can always do it, that.
2: If we go keep going, ifs then you know my favorite sake.
1: <laughs> True. Yes. Yes. Still to come, the NFL's got some tight COVID protocols, but is it time to ratchet it up even further?
0: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there.
4: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
1: Folks, this is no small thing. The latest reporting from our NFL insider, Adam Schefter. If you're just joining us, another team has been stricken. With some coronavirus issues, this time it's the Atlanta Falcons who have closed their facility. An NFL official, according to Schefter, saying just one member of Mm. the Falcons personnel had a positive test. It is not a player. One member of the personnel staff, it is not a player. The rookie Marlon Davidson, though, has been put on the COVID-19 reserve list. So that is something that we should mention. The Falcons facility has been shut down just like we saw in Nashville Mm -hmm. with the Minnesota Vikings, with the New York Jets, the Las Vegas Raiders, you name it. The Falcons facility has been shut. All players have left. One member of the personnel staff of the Falcons has had a positive test, though it is not a player. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Goodyear. Whether you're on the field or on the edge of your seat, Goodyear wants you to embrace the unexpected. Every upset, touchdown or fourth quarter comeback, let it move you no matter what the season throws your way. Goodyear here to help you drive you forward. Goodyear. More driven. Yesterday, Richard McKay, the Atlanta Falcons president and CEO, Keyshawn, was on the program. And I'm just going to paraphrase what he essentially said. He said, look, we've got to get stronger protocols. We've got to make sure the locker rooms are even more socially distant. Everybody's got to feel comfortable. This is a cliche, but this is very true. Everybody has got to feel comfortable with being uncomfortable right now, not just moving on in your daily life and being vigilant, comfortable with being uncomfortable. Essentially, the NFL may need to do more to be even more vigilant here.
2: A- absolutely. I mean, in everyday society, right, You got it's it's different. It changes every single day. When you're used to opening up a door a certain way in the past, you don't open that door anymore, right? right. You, you stand next to somebody in the elevator, you let them go first. Now, everything is, yeah, right, elbows, f- f- the leg, whatever the case may be, so that we get through this without any incidents, right? We, you you got to be willing to sacrifice certain things. And I think for the most part, you know, the NFL, the guys have done that. It, it, and so when you look at it, they obviously want to play football and get through the season and have a successful outcome. Yes, there's been teams that have uh, come down with positive tests, mm-hmm. but those games have been moved. Those games have been played or they're going to be played. Cam Newton, the New England Patriots, he he tested positive. He's back now. I mean, so you can get through it. It's just a matter of following all the right protocols and doing all the right things and not being reckless at it.
3: You can get through it. You just need to contain the outbreak. If you can contain the outbreak, you can get through it. Uh, But the contact tracing that goes into that – and are saying, who have you been in contact with? How has this worked? Very important uh, to find that that's, out. Yeah, that's imperative. But as we've seen, Patriots containing the outbreak, keeping Cam, Stephon Gilmore away from everybody, now come back into this situation. like It can work. It just It's going to be tough to do, but you can, you can do it.
2: And all the right protocols with the New England Patriots was in place. Mm-hmm. And so you, even with Alabama, you, they seem like they have a lot of stuff in place. So we'll see as their test results continue to come back.
1: And if you haven't heard with Key regarding Alabama, 68-year-old Nick Saban, the team's head coach, the legendary coach, the six national championships, has been stricken with the coronavirus. He's in quarantine at the moment. Huge game with Georgia. On Saturday, from a contact tracing perspective, from Jay's point, you just had the Atlanta Falcons play the Carolina Panthers. So they got to be vigilant in Charlotte. This morning. We will see tomorrow for a football Friday. More on the breaking news throughout the day on ESPN. Radio.
0: Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. This
1: is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working,